And we're live, Off-Road Garage Podcast. I'm Jason. With me as always, my good friend Jim. Good evening. How's everybody going? Special guest today, our buddy Jeremy. Hey guys, what's going on? So you want to tell us about yourself? Yeah. Where you're from? What you do? I'm Jeremy. I'm from the west side of the state, east side originally, um, based out of Holland, and I'm New Allen Overland. So. The maker of amazing trailers. <laughs> and the <laughs> owner cool. of an awesome Tacoma. Very yeah. good Tacoma, yeah. She's fun. So uh, how'd you get out? How'd you get started in trailers? That was actually kind of a question I want, want to ask you. Yeah, um, the biggest start was my dad. Um, he always wanted to build a teardrop trailer for the longest time, um, and this just felt like a great opportunity. Now that we got into off-roading, since I bought my truck two years ago, um, and it was a great way to help fill his dream and help start one of my dreams, and it just came together. Yeah. Okay. Dude, they look awesome. They're fun. I've been watching them build. I'm like, oh man, yeah, for sure, right? Is that your nine to five? No, my nine, my seven to three thirty. I'm actually a medical display designer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So based out in Zealand, um, so we work with uh, medical displays for companies all across the country and worldwide, um, and we do like trade show displays, surgical trainers. Okay. So that's my seven to three thirty, and then. Five o'clock on is new Honda. So did that kind of feed over with like the building displays and the building of trailers, like cabinetry kind of stuff, or is that a little bit? My okay. dad um, has a professional background, about twenty plus years of woodworking. Oh, okay. Professionally, so he does amazing cabinetry work, a lot of fine wood. Right. Because I saw work. some of it. I kind of come from a little bit of a construction <laughs> cabinetry background. I saw some. I was like. He's got to know something. <laughs> There's got to be an on, in yeah. there that knows how to put that all together and make it look as clean and as like a- a- absolutely gorgeous as you do. So. For sure. Not yeah. gorilla glued like mine would right. be. Yeah, <laughs> no, it would totally, totally be like plywood, just horribly pasted together. Basically. No, my dad's master of woodworking. He does pretty much 90% of all the woodworking for our trailers. Yeah. Um, I do all the fabrication work for our trailers. Uh, I have a degree in product design, so I've been doing that professionally for the last four or five years. Worked at a private design studio, uh, designed an automotive interior, uh, project managed that for about two years, transitioned to medical display, and then that's when I started doing New Holland Overland is after I got the truck, and yeah, it's a good transition. It all came together. It did. It It looks like it did. It looks amazing. I'll just wait till you see uh, our latest trailer. Oh, that uh, for... um Scott. Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Oh, it's, he's he's badass. Really? Really. He's cool. so excited about it. I remember he messaged me. He's like, oh, I'm getting the, the trailer. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh man, bring it over. Is he really? Thursday? Thursday? All right, I'm going to head him up. Have really? him over here. Do a photo shoot in it? <laughs> <laughs> you could. It's got a queen size bed. Oh, oh yeah, he yeah. fit too. Oh, all built for the, for the big fam he's got. Yeah. Wintertime, winter you can fit two in a twin if you had to. Like, it gets cold. I'm good with it. <sighs> yeah. I'm also excited for that new thing you just showed on on the ground. That's pretty sweet, too. Yeah, the Swing Out Tire Carrier. It's going to open up a lot of doors for a lot of people. I'm really hoping so. The It already exists in um, the market. Okay. It's, it's not something brand new. Um, but yours seems to be... I've seen them for XJs. Mm-hmm. They seem to be kind of chunky and not very well thought out. Mm-hmm. It's like an afterthought. Yours seems to be thought for the adventure driver. Something you might have to have clearance issues. Things of that matter. Yeah, I agree. It looks like it's a little more up out of the way. Yeah, yeah. definitely a little more forethought than that. Yeah, we're trying to get it up high clearance so yeah. you still keep your departure angle because you are sticking, especially on a Tacoma, it's a right. mid-sized truck, our departure angle is quite significantly less than a Jeep or something that's got 37s on it. So adding another 6, 8 inches on the hitch and then you're adding 33, 35-inch tires on the way back, Yeah, that you have to bring that way up high. Yeah, I think it looks really cool, and it's definitely a, a, a spot for guys who, you know, like go daily, every day to and from work, and then, you know, still have to go get the sheet of plywood to do the basement, you know, remodel, and then, oh, I'm going to go four-wheeling this weekend, so I'll slap my tire on the back. That's awesome. 100%. Um, I was, when we were doing the design, that was literally my mindset, because with work in New Holland Overland, I'm hauling materials all the time. I'm hauling five by ten sheets of plywood in a mid-sized truck, which doesn't work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's right. really entertaining to drive behind me. Um, but yeah, if you're at Silver Lake and bouncing down the dunes, doing some really dynamic load maneuvers, take it off. Um, right. If you're going on the trail, slap it on. If you're doing a daily driver setup, take it off. You know, it's really versatile for what you want to do. Yeah, I even see application for like my my TJ. Yeah. Because if we're going to go around here two-tracking, <laughs> I can have it on. When we go to Moab, I don't worry about the departure angle. 
I could yeah. pull it off and leave. Mm -hmm. We left yeah. my spare at the camp last time we were out there. So I didn't have a spare anyway. We ran out of room because we were the, the carry-on for carry But still, we could go around here two-track and I could have a spare, which would be great. And we go out there and I'm worried about that break over that departure angle. I mm -hmm. can rip it off. Yeah. Not worry about it. Or even use it for the wife's truck when we're yeah. on adventures, you know? Cause yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. You know, you guys kind of go out every, and check it out every now and then, but she doesn't want to be lugging that around every day to work. Right. Because she drives so. a, a Colorado. Yeah. Just a four four Colorado. Mm -hmm. we, do lot, we do some like light two tracking in that. Okay. But I always feel like unprepared. Yeah. You know, so I like to be able to have my gas tanks, my high lift, and I throw that on that tire carrier and pop it in her hips and we're good to go. Well, if you ever, guys, if you ever jump up to like a 33 or 35, now you can't fit that spare underneath your bed. Right. Now you got to put it somewhere else. For me right now, what I've been doing is just throwing my 33 in the back of the bed and scrapping it down. Yep, I saw that out there, yeah. It, Which still looks pretty clean. It looks, looks clean. like it's meant it's, to be there. It takes up a ton of bed space. Yeah. Um, but this new swing out tire carrier helps solve some of that. You keep all the bed space that you want. You have easy access during a recovery scenario. You can add more gear and stuff onto the back <laughs> of your vehicle. Yeah, yeah, because it's not just a tire carrier. You got it set up for like the fuel packs and. Yep. Yeah. Fuel pad, the roto packs. We, uh, I'm gonna mount a propane tank on there. It's gonna be a swing out table, drop down table. Yeah. So the idea is, you you have a pickup truck, you can drop down your uh, tailgate. Okay. Drop down the table, and you have a nice level workspace that you can carry through. So you have more. Cooking area, prep area. area. He's like talking your language. If Propane tanks and, and tables. That's, that's all you. Oh, really? this sounds ideal. Like, time to get me a truck. <laughs> adventure. I can cook back there. And like, I'm thinking, like you said, because for me, I'm thinking mid-sized truck with a cap on it so I can keep my stuff dry. Right. And then have a place to sleep. But if I've got a tire back there, I've got nowhere to lay. Yeah. I'm out of luck with something like that. You're golden. And I'm not committed to lugging it around nine to five. Yeah. Going back and forth to work. Or if I have to go get a sheet of plywood. Right. You know, versus some of the other companies that make really, really nice permanently mounted ones. You got to take bolts and nuts off to take a thing apart. Right. You know, lose your bearings and Absolutely. pull this one, pull a yeah. pin out, take it out. Yeah. You know that's not going to happen. No. 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 Let's be real. I'm going to try strapping it just so it doesn't rattle. And right. It's going to be like half leaned up against <laughs> yeah. the tire carrier and you're going to be mad. Yeah, it's not, I mean, the outcome's not going to be good. When I saw that drop on the ground, like somebody's thinking, because that seems like yeah. a great idea, you know. And I've seen it in different applications, like the van, the people are big into customizing vans, even use mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like some of the major like hitch manufacturers just have a tire carrier and yeah. it's just a tire. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool, but you can do so much more. You can do so much more. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It seems like you went that step and thought about what guys are going to want. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm even thinking you can that's even just... go as far as backup lights with a quick disconnect plug, like pigtail. Uh, and and the trailer. Yeah, that's yeah. We got yeah. It's just designs. Oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about that, dude. We, we haven't really solved <laughs> the details right. yet. Oh, someone's like totally wrapped. Right. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I was, I was even thinking about uh, when I first got my ZJ. Like the reason I went to a, a full bumper and tire carrier and everything is because they're really. I was like, that would have been perfect. I had to just slid that in, save so much money. Yep, and weight, <laughs> and not yes, and weight, and Those not have to. Those bumpers weigh a ton. I know. <laughs> when you weld it yourself, you have to like put it in, take it off, put it on like a hundred times. Yeah. And, and then throw a 37 swamper on Steely's on top of it. Yeah. That's why it's not on there right now <laughs> because I have to reinforce it again Yep. because my 35 broke it loose and I had to reinforce it. I'm mm -hmm. this 37 inch swamper is, I, I don't even think I'm going to put it on the back. There's like no way. I'll never get it down. I'm not put it on the roof either. I'm not helping me with that. No, I need a crane. <laughs> Deadlift a 30. Seven. Oh, it's a workout. It's a workout. Yeah, like you're on a change of flat tire. It's like CrossFit. Even though 33 is <laughs> on our on our new trailer, deadlifting that. Is, yeah, it's a workout. Oh, yeah. I no thanks. I'm not doing that. <laughs> not at all. I'm gonna find another way. I'm gonna put it in the back. I think. Yeah. I might have to. He doesn't know what he's gonna do. I he called me this morning talking about making whole cabinetry for the back of it. I'm gonna make it like totally over. I'm just gonna send it to Jeremy now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. bring it over. Let's we'll do it. let's, uh, let's kit it out. After seeing the cockpit of his truck, I'm kind of like, yeah, I just probably do the same thing. I, I know I want that. Out of mine. Like it's so clean. I want that for mine now. <laughs> but then again, half my dash is like coming apart. My door panel fell off the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Easier. Easier. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's totally. Totally, uh, it's yeah, it's getting cheaper and cheaper by the by the day. <laughs> but that's another that's another story it's, for another it's tale. Weight so. reduction. Yeah, yeah, because literally the door panel <laughs> fell off, and then this, I think it was the speaker had come loose because someone put like aftermarket speakers in there, so it's like slide hammering on the inside of the door panel. I think it just finally Jeez. broke it all loose. Wasn't the trick daddy in there? That's what the problem is. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> 
Not on that speed. It wasn't even connected. But. Bumping on the trails. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> At all. I was lucky to get anything to work. It's It started out nice once, but you know how that goes. Like in 97. Yeah, 97. <laughs> it was, because it's a limited, yeah. so it was premium. It had heated seats. Solid. Ooh. Yeah. I was, you know. Back in 97, that was big. It was, man. That was like, you know, remember I the mean, commercial? I was it was old, like, but that was big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, all right. That hurts a little bit. I, I think I'm record for youngest guy on the podcast so far. Um, 25? Yeah. 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 All right. You beat everybody by a decade for most of us. A little trophy. Yeah. Little, little trophy. trophy. We got your sticker on the desk officially. It's so official. you're officially here. That's sweet. <laughs> it, it makes me happy. And it's above <laughs> us. It makes me <laughs> right. I didn't think that out. <laughs> that is. How did that work? Oh, oh well. They're, they're huge, though. Like, they're great for hiding dents. Yeah. I like the quality of them. Oh, so thick. Yeah. Anyone who needs a Michigan Overland or New Holland Overland sticker needs to hit you up because those things are, man. Well, yeah. good band-aids. Just order all of them and just wrap, <laughs> wrap the whole vehicle in it. Be good. Total scratch protection. I so like it. We're talking about dents and scratches. Where do you wheel the most that you end up with your damages? I mean, where do you have the most fun? Where do you like to go the most? Uh, well, lately I was dent-free, not scratch-free, uh, up until about this month when I was going through Manistee. Okay. Um, doing a trail ride, uh, led a group ride through northern Manistee. Uh, 10 rigs, great turnout, it was a wonderful weekend, um, about the last hour of the trail throughout the day, drove myself into a ditch, had a nice icy patch, it was a great, proud moment for a trail leader. And so for some of our friends that are from out of state, Manistee is a tra- national forest on the west side over on the Lake Michigan side, right? Absolutely, Okay. Yep. And it's yep. just a big natural forest area, two tracks kind of thing? A lot of seasonal roads, okay. um, huge area for snowmobiles in the winter. Really? Um, so we try and stay off of those to respect the snowmobiles in the wintertime. And don't be a D-bag. Don't be a D-bag. Don't be a... <laughs> All right. Yep. I know that episode. <laughs> <laughs> respect the trails. And um, yeah, a lot of Silver Lake as well. You can okay. find me almost every other weekend at Silver Lake throughout the season. So you're, you're close to your hour of Silver Lake, some of that? Yep. Oh, okay. Equal yeah. hour. I could see that being a problem. Yeah, that it's could be nice. a big problem. Yeah. Manistee and Silver Lake, that could be a problem. Oh, it's it's wonderful. You can take a sunset cruise up to Silver Lake on a weekday and relax a bit, or you can go find a nice two-track for a full weekend. you got to work at 3.30. You'd be at Silver Lake by 4.30, stop at the Wing Shack, have some wings, and then go watch the sunset. Yeah. Stupid thing. <laughs> leave, leave the garage. No longer welcome here. <laughs> just like, you need anyone to sweep the floor? Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys get bigger. I can, I can sweep. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it could use it, but... We don't, we don't show our work here, but I can yeah, sweep not, good yeah, I yeah, He doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> not too bad. Yeah. Uh, you should have seen where we were building my red jeep. Because it was covered in uh, rust and blood. And oh, was, my God. It was bad in here. When, the, yeah, when half your frame fell off. One because I cut it, and the rest because of corrosion. Mm. Yeah, it was a pile of dirt that he had saved from Silver Lake and all the trips that the from DJ years, had been there. Yeah. So I've had that. I've had my red Jeep since '99 when I bought it brand new. My family got it from brand new. That's awesome. And so it's been built in iterations, and it's got probably Silver Lake sand dust in it from '99. The frame was full. I don't know how the frame <laughs> rusted out. I don't know, like digging out sands. Let's push most of it back in. <laughs> Let's push it further down the frame. Keeps the center of gravity low. <laughs> My truck's pretty new. It's only a 2017. Okay. But and you've done a ton of work to it. It's been a lot, mostly over the last year. So it was a lot of research the first year. Uh, it was an impulse buy. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had a Mini Cooper before this. So oh, it wasn't so even in... You went full off-road... I, I and went then you went end. full, <laughs> you went all in. I got the bug and wow. it was lights out from there. So what triggered it? What said, I'm getting me a taco and I'm building it? Well, I wanted something that was going to be a little bit more winter worthy than a Mini Cooper. Okay. Especially because I just moved out to the west side. Gives you lake effect out there pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Mini Coopers, they do all right. I would love to build one into a dune buggy one day. And okay. Rock that over silver. <laughs> put a half inch thick aluminum plate on the bottom and just push over the top of the hills. I would but, love to see that. Yeah, me too. I kind of want to be there for this. Yes. It would be extremely entertaining. Paddles yeah. on it, the whole shebang. Yes. 31 paddles in the back. No, front. Front wheel drive. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Front wheel <laughs> drive think, paddles. But I think you should make it four wheel drive by putting an engine in the rear as well. They've done that. 
That's I'm crazy. I have no doubt. I'm sure someone's <laughs> put an LS motor in one because why not? Yeah. Well, Monster Dun- Dungun Commando's probably listing, so yeah, he knows LS everything. Six hundred horsepower. It's just ridiculous. Yes. Monster I'm Minis. I'm Googling them. We're done with the show. The it's, you're gonna be all in. Now I want to be a Mini Cooper. I'm selling all the Jeeps to be a Mini Cooper guy. I'm done. <laughs> Somehow I doubt that, but so you you went all in. You just said, okay, I want something more snowworthy, which I mean, most people would say, okay, I'm gonna get like an all-wheel drive Equinox. Mm-hmm. And you went like Taco TRD. Is that a TRD? It's the TRD off-road. So you went from Mini Cooper, past like all the sensible adult vehicles, <laughs> to a TRD Taco, and then said a year later, I'm building this thing. Pretty much. Okay. See, That's we, spot on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like he didn't even. Like, oh, I'm going to just try out the TRD. Nope, we're just going full bore. And you didn't even just bolt on stuff. You went all out, and you were telling us how you were gusting the frame. And tell us more on that. Yeah, so after about a year of thorough research and catching the complete bug, um, I started the company New Holland Overland, and I felt, um, you know, this rig needs to be a lot more worthy. And we started to do uh, suspension work. We went with a two-and-a-half-inch King coilover kit. Um, so it's a mid-travel. She's got 10 inches in the front, 11 inches in the rear, 2 inches. <laughs> I love uh, how it just doesn't go like straight spacers. It's like, which one's King Coilovers? Yeah. yeah. Well, I wore, I <laughs> got the, it. I know. I researched I it. a ton, but I wore out my stock shocks at Silver in like three months. Because I got the bug at Silver uh, the previous summer, and the sh- shocks were blown. I was, oh, you could bounce right. the truck with like a finger. It was really, really entertaining. So you're so saying you're not easy 19. on vehicles. <laughs> I, I wore them out from the day I bought it in eight months. <laughs> we hit silver because uh, I bought it in January. We hit silver in April. Wore them out a couple months later. Decided the Kings were going to be the best way to go for all the dune riding that we do. And so yeah. you just basically ran that, that, last, that <laughs> second by last hill like straight, straight pre-run truck, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, me and my buddies were trying to think if I had an identity crisis this past summer because currently the record for the taco is a four-foot vertical jump. Um, so we've gotten her off the ground pretty good. Yeah. A lot of work went into that. Um, it was by accident. Uh, the beginning Those are the of, best jumps. Those are the best jumps. <laughs> when you're in here long enough for the engine to rev and you're like, you have long enough time to like, oh, this is probably a bad idea. <laughs> I've been there. It wasn't in a Tacoma, though. It was in a much heavier truck that did not appreciate it at all. <laughs> oh, I'm heavy now. I weighed her yesterday. She's 6,000 pounds. Wow. She's Wow. You know, but she's lean. Uh, 4,400. Okay, you put 1,600 pounds on that thing in yeah. a year and a half. That was 4,400 dry, and yeah, between me and my dad, we were 6,000 pounds. Hmm. But you got the bed rack, the bumpers. The bed rack only weighs 90, Okay. so she's oh, really oh, not okay. that bad. Is that then, three? No, that's me. That's, that's your bed rack. That's yeah. New Holland Overland's okay. bed rack. So Very we cool. just released that a few months ago. Um, it's all bolt-on. It's got tie rods that come to the middle to reinforce it for okay. rooftop tents. Oh, wow. We want to have it dynamic load tested for rooftop tents. Okay. If you're jumping four feet off the ground in a taco, she's got to survive. With a 10 on top. With a 10 on top <laughs> and an on. When you're like, I want to be an overlander, but I also want to be a pre-runner. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'll have something. Yeah. I'm excited. Because <laughs> I kind of pre-run through the trails a little bit too. I have a lead foot when it comes to trails. So him and Sean should hang out. Oh, and probably not. This is going to be good. Well, this should happen. Yeah, Our buddy Sean's got happen. a turbocharger. It's a long-traveled. It's a Terraflex LCG pre-runner kit mm-hmm. with a turbocharger and his TJ. Or his, I'm sorry, his JK. And he runs like skipping. You can't keep yeah, up with yeah. him. He's like, all right, I'll follow me. Gone. Dude. Yeah. No. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll try. Yeah. Same thing where he does the, the, the last section. I'm not even sure there's a name to it. You're a Silver Lake guy. So you go over all the, the sections of hills. You get to the exit. Mm-hmm. You make that right, and it's all whoops going yeah. back towards the lake. Yep. He hits it like 55 in a, in a Jeep. It's That's impressive. Terrifying. If you're in the passenger, it's like, I'm used to being in control of my chaos. He's over there just like, yeah, that's awesome. I'm skipping the truck across the top. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. 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 That's why I like my IFS. Yeah. Handles uh, way nicer on the dunes. Yeah, I bet it does. No front sway bar, so she's a little tipsy, especially daily driving it. Oh, oh man. Boy. Another no front sway bar guy. See? I got mine fixed. It's the way to go. I think your guys back on there. Don't judge me. I don't have a sway bar. I got all mine fixed. I'm good to go now. <laughs> it's a lot of fun going through town. You can barely three-wheel it. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> Barely. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's, yeah. I love it. Proving I'm impressive. That's, yeah. that's actually impressive. The 6,000 pound truck. Yeah. She's tipsy. <laughs> a little bit. Which so is that rooftop tent on? Oh, man. It's not going to be. That's not going to be fun. No. <clears throat> She's got compression adjusters, so we can dial in and tune as we go. Okay. But we need to pull apart the front shocks and revalve okay. before next tune season. More compression. She needs a little bit stiffer. I think you need a whole nother setup. <laughs> yeah, that's, you need like the pre the pre runner truck. <laughs> Get you a two wheel drive, two door. Yeah, <laughs> dune truck. long travels, but I love the taco. I'll never get rid of her. The idea, the future goal is to get a side You've done side. so much yeah. more. And like I said, when looking at it in person, I'm so much more impressed. Because yeah. if you look at pictures, you're like, oh, okay, that's a cool taco. It's really well done. He spent a lot of money got like all the right parts and like the added work, like you said, the gusseting and and it, that stuff was like. Yes, mm-hmm. knowing where to gusset, how to gusset, why to gusset. Like, that's to me, that's the impressive part. That's I what. I made a ton of friends at Silver Lake, and that's how I learned. It's yeah. just learning through uh, Chris. He's one of my pre runner buddies. We go up to Silver, and he's got a long travel uh, first gen taco. He'll jump that thing six, seven feet in the air consistently. <laughs> Five point harness, fully caged, long travel. Yeah. It's a beautiful rig. And uh, he and I have been working quite a bit together for prepping this to be able to, to do take your, your abuse <laughs> but it's such a good setup for michigan because you set it up so. for everything yeah um, it covers everything we do here very well and yes. like you said jeep width mm-hmm. as far as like you know being on our trails is two track width so it's not crazy wide not crazy tall um your clearance no. isn't terrible what's your belly clearance ish 12 12 that's okay. that's more than respectable. Yeah, for sure. Especially for as long as you are. I mean, it's mm-hmm. overall, it's a really impressive build. And it sounds like you can go about anywhere in our state. Yeah. Breakover is, what can get, breakover is what can get tricky. Yeah. Just because she's a longer, mm-hmm. mid-sized truck. But I haven't had an issue. Perfect. Especially in Michigan. What do you got for Under Armour? Like, you got skids all the way down? Just a front I'm skid. Not, um, okay. I'm working on a gas tank skid right now. From factory, it comes with a plastic gas skid. Which yeah. Is a splash guard doesn't do much. Right, yeah, she's not helping. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is the other worst thing is she's got drum brakes too. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd have thought they'd had. Yeah, right. This by now, but interesting. No, the Toyota techs, as far as I know, were concerned about um, mud and sand getting all in there, but all it does is just capture it. I've yeah. blown two months ago. I was doing about sixty down an icy road and blew out my rear passenger rear drum brake I overextended the piston because I wore through my brake shoes and my drums yeah, at well, 40,000 miles <laughs> from all the sand and from all and the sand because it just captured in there yeah. and ground plus down you're everything. stopping a little bit more weight but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. a factor fully loaded Tacoma <laughs> all the time you science out of your Newton well you know yeah, sorry man <laughs> it's awesome though I feel like that's for all the all the kids listening right there. Like it doesn't matter if you have the old truck or the new truck, you still break stuff. No, yeah. <laughs> don't think that oh, I just bought a new truck, I have warranty, I'm good. No, you will still wear through parts. I've worn through my fair share of a two year old truck. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, do you have a second Instagram? So I've got TRD of Holland. That's the main truck Instagram. Okay. Um, so we have a good couple thousand followers. Community's been great. And then we have New Holland Overland. And so TRD of Holland is where your cool jumping pictures and stuff are at, right, primarily? Absolutely. Yep. So that's where people can go. Because they're going to have to see that. They're going to have to check it out. about this, you got to see this. I know. So yeah. I stalk both pretty regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie to you. I'm, I've, 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 yes, I've looked at both. I haven't stalked probably to the extent that you have, stalked. but I've looked. And well, we've talked. Like, like I said, when you got here, I'm, I'm glad like my lease isn't up next week. I'm like, <laughs> maybe I should just go yeah, to because there's a Toyota dealer right across do the it. street. Just do it. I, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I'd be disowned or well, something. That's where you t- I told you I'm torn. I mean, I'm, I'm a Jeep guy because it's like my first truck and they're so capable. But you get into a taco or even like the decent mid-sized truck with the ZR2. I know I'm a sacrilege saying from a taco guy, but they're getting more and more capable. Mm-hmm. They're very, they're very comfortable. They're very well built now. Mm-hmm. They've Tacos done a very, they've done a very good job being dominant in that in that market. Yeah, um, and it's hard to, especially with the kind of stuff I'm into. Mm-hmm. Where it's, you know, I go a lot of uh, UP photography trips, mm-hmm. where I want to go as far away from people as I can, mm-hmm. and I live out of my truck. Sleeping in a JK is not great. That's tight. Yeah, it's a little tight. Um, you know, I could get a Tacoma and have all my stuff, especially for some my photography stuff. Yeah, inside the nice cab where it's dry and comfortable. And then have the entire bed for hammocks or awnings, or I can get a bed mm-hmm. rack from New Holland and 
put a tent on it and be all set up. Go jump it. Yeah, go <laughs> jump it if I have to. <laughs> because the random jump that might happen in the two track, you, you never know. Up there, so they might want to keep me as a pet. I know. We covered that in an episode. They don't kill you. Did, they keep we, you as a yes, pet. Yes, we did cover that. Gang, yeah. Gangsters kill you. Hillbillies keep you. <laughs> That's a rule. Pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up there and they see that thing. Oh, this is America. Yeah. What do you got to talk about it's a pretty well American built truck. Yep. That's chassis. the great thing about it. I, from what I believe, the chassis and the motor are designed in Michigan and it's all built in Texas. Cool. It's pretty American. So you're pretty happy with it? Power wise, everything? Like, there's. Um, Sell me on eh. Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> I love the truck. The transmission, the way Toyota mapped it, okay. sucks. Okay. It hunts for gears. Okay. So coming here, I was doing 3,200 RPM the entire way. I'm heavy. I've got 33s. I know that. But she was undergeared from the get-go. Okay. So we're going to jump up to 529 gears. Hopefully fix that. The power plant, it's decent. It handles what Michigan can throw at it. You know, okay. I've so got you know, feel enough like you struggle. power for the dunes. Okay. More than enough power for the trails. Good towing capacity. What's a, what's a Tacoma rated tow? Because I don't, I don't know. Six or 6,500. That's not bad. That's, that's respectable. Yeah. It's yeah, nice. for sure. Yeah. And like, I mean, for me, like the one big thing, if you start to say, I've got enough power for the dunes, that's impressive because sand just saps your power. Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. My ZJ doesn't have enough power for right. the dunes. It doesn't have enough power for my driveway. Tire choice <laughs> made a huge difference. Right. I've had Falcon Wild Peaks before this, great all-terrain tire, jumped up to the KM3s, and she hooked okay. way nicer on the dunes. Kind of a lot more grip. Semi-directional tread kind of helps out a lot with that nice even lines for pushing the sand, I'm sure. Yeah, I can drop my PSI a lot lower with the method, so I'm running 810 PSI on the truck. So she squishes pretty good. That's the same I run. I run 37-inch cam 3s. I run eight, uh, 10 in the front, 8 in the rear. Yep. So it helps me get a lot more grip, and they, they seem to work really well. Uh, I've been happy with them. You said they're a little bit sketchy coming out here at 70 in the snow, <laughs> but I don't know a mud tire. That, makes, that would make sense. You've got a 6,000-pound truck yeah. on the what, 4,000 pound frame? Yeah. <laughs> There's no much in there. <laughs> I, I, I gotta apologize to my teachers. Math? So I'm never gonna use this crap in real life. Now we're talking about momentum and inertia. and um, oh. We could get into suspension and start talking no, geometry. geometry. I like your geometry. He goes, I hold up oh, my thumb. Man. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> did, you, did you measure that? Uh, yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> Quick, welded. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. So I, I accounted for the yeah the expansion of the hot metal and everything. So <laughs> Work down it. I'm, kind of, I'm intrigued now. So you you do trailers. That was like your start. Yes. Then you started with the bed racks. Yes. And now the bumper swing out tire carrier, the trailer hitch swing out tire carrier. What's next? You got, you got more plans something coming on the plate? You got more ideas? We have a lot more. Really? We're just selecting and choosing what to slowly come out Bring with. Bring the market. I'm a one-man band when it comes to all the fabrication. Um, my dad helps out a ton on the trailers. Okay. He does all the woodworking for the most part on the trailers. Um, I, For everything else, it's a one-man band, one lone wolf. Really? So well, I have to be very band. selective about what I'm producing. I can't have... 40, 50 products, like right. the big, you know, I can't compete with JCR or Victory yet. I don't have all the fabrication tools, like a laser cutter and pipe benders. And I mean, you can come here and use the bridge board anytime you want. Yeah, my, <laughs> my work has one. I go to work <laughs> my other work and use some stuff. But not many people have a bridge board in the studio, I'm just saying. Yeah, no. <laughs> or a welder. We've got to pause the broadcasting, fire it up. <laughs> I mean, that, that's great. I love to see the fact that it's kind of like the American dream. Like you're doing everything. You and want it's father son. Father son. Dude, like that's you awesome. Can't really beat that. And it's Michigan made. Yeah. So you gotta support the mitten. I'm gonna have to go buy a Tacoma just to support this dude. <laughs> I, I mean, you could. I mean, you could just get a trailer and support him too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You really messed up my, my plans. Here. A, a the name is out. awesome. The logo is perfect. Like it all came together. Like yeah. I'm so. Uh. Yeah, we, we've been pretty proud of. I've been pretty proud of how the marketing's been going. Um, one of the big reasons we went with the Swing Out Tire Carry is a lot more universal across all platforms. Mm -hmm. We're not just Toyota. We want to be all platforms. Yeah. So I'm if saying that's I... a Lexus GS, GX, or Forerunners, or a Jeep Renegade, Subaru, you know, 
Oh, yeah, Tahoes. About that, like on the back of a lifted Subaru. Oh, dude, I have, That'd an be awesome, killer. I have an awesome Huge picture of a Subaru yeah. from Cali for you. Especially in Michigan. My buddy had that one. Remember that, that beater he brought over here? Well, that's what I was just thinking. It's like, man, there's so many vehicles that don't, that either don't have an aftermarket bumper you can just buy and attach. So you either have to find a do-it-yourself, weld-up bumper, which, mm-hmm. or you're doing it yourself. Like, then that's well beyond a lot of people's capabilities. You know, you got to have one like a laser cutter to cut right. that stuff perfect or it's not happening and the welder and everything else so yeah i think you're, you're spot on to just throw that on the back like i would have just done that yeah because you got like you said you got the fuel the, the propane and like that's everything i kind of wanted and i didn't even put that on there so i'm like i got lazy i'm like Pff. yeah i think it's a great <laughs> idea and like you said i wasn't even thinking about the aspect of like a lifted Forester on 30s. You can't put that 30 anywhere inside that vehicle anymore. Yeah. No, no longer fits. But you got something like you have. I now have an all-terrain yuppie well, mobile. You can, you can even put them on the back of your own trailer. You if you design it that yeah. way. Our right? Scott's trailer has a tire hitch in the back. You can throw a second spare Here, on it. So instead of like the you know 20 kids' bicycles, when he's going extreme adventure yeah. with him and his buddies, he can just Absolutely. throw that on, have an additional spare or his own spare. and Yeah, that's mm-hmm. genius. Yeah. And with our goal is any vehicle platform. Yeah. So it's going to take quite a bit of design iterations to get to that point where you have a nice balance between a Forester, yeah. mid-size truck, full-size truck, crossovers, SUVs. There's going to be a balance. There's going to be things that we're not going to be able to include, especially because we're trying to keep in price in mind. Yeah, right. Sure. That's a huge factor. Yeah. Well, any of it. I mean, you can price stuff out of the market pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. The tire carriers, they already exist. These right. are not tire carriers. Mostly in the 1300 to 1500. Okay. That's a dent. That's a full size rear bumper for sure, if not more, by the time you're paying for it. Yeah. And that's a lot of weight, too. So, our goal is mid hundreds. It'll come to you bare steel, so you're responsible for finishing it. Okay. That helps us with keeping quality control because then we're not sending you something super scratched up either. Right. And there's front end yeah. costs as well, or you're not paying for powder coat on your end. Exactly. So, we'll send it to you bare steel. It'll come unassembled, so you'll have to bolt it all together. Yeah. Our goal is mid hundreds, which I think is pretty reasonable. Oh yeah, I think you're gonna you're gonna definitely hit the mark on that one. We're hoping. Yeah, for I'm sure. I haven't I haven't seen a tire carrier that's that reasonable. No, sort not of a, that sort of some companies that I wouldn't buy. Right. You know, just based on quality. Right. But like you said, the one I had on my TJ was fourteen hundred bucks for the tire bike because you had to buy pieces. Mm-hmm. The bumper, then the tire carrier, then the tire holder, then if you want the rack for it, that's extra. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's everything's extra. And yeah, we'll the, we'll have that t- to a degree that level as well. Right. We'll have the main tire carrier, which will hold the spare tire, and then we'll have a nice large laser cut piece that'll bolt directly onto it. Same fit. Okay. So you're going for the even you can add on down the road. Yeah. Oh, duh. That's, so now you got me right because I'm like you can throw <laughs> past the you know the financial advisor that lives in your house with you. Like, hey, on, it's just it's just it's just a little you know it's like a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks, right? Right. I just need to carry the tire, right? And then next year for Christmas, you're like, hey, I really need to add on. I need some fuel capacity, <laughs> right? I like where you're going. You're really thought out with yeah. everything. Tables. I'm picking up on this. Yeah. Like everything's so well thought out. Yeah. Ah. Tables. That's Probably. for you right there, uh, cooking. So I'm sure you're like the camp cook right there. Until Christmas, I'm thinking, though. I'm like, oh man, I could really like, you know, I gotta re- rebuild a hub or something right there. I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking anything I mean, from cooking to, like you said, shooting to working on my camera. Yeah, changing lenses. You know? <laughs> out of the dirt. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep seeing clean. That's an amazing idea. Or like you said, drinking a scotch by the fire. I got a table. Mm-hmm. Next you, next you, you need a scotch honor. dispenser yeah. on that thing. <laughs> don't, don't talk about all his ideas, okay? All right, we'll keep after after, after we hit stop on the Two episode. Words, we'll bring the kegerator. Oh, yeah. now you're talking some CO2 tanks right there. Yeah, right behind them, suit. Yeah, there we go. One. Yeah, there it is. You can spot out. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get that thing hooked up. You're, I think you have an extra New Holland sticker lying around. I don't know that that one's worthy of that, but uh, yeah, maybe. Prototype. Yeah. (laughs) You can, you know, you can eyeball it. It's my idea. It's pretty rudimentary. For those of you listening, there's a cooler with a couple beer taps sticking out of it right behind me. It's not ready to go, but it'll be awesome. We'll get to that stage. Yeah, as soon as we get to the Ram and my winch. All the parts sitting here on the... On the desk for things to do. This is supposed to be on my ZJ, by the way, Jeremy. Ah, 
It's yeah. just holding down the desk right now, my PSC. Great hydraulic cram. Yeah. Expensive paperweights. Great motivation, though, to see it sitting there and we're talking about stuff. <laughs> yeah, I look at that. So, you guys um, going to Factor 55? Oh, yeah, I'm putting a, this on the JK when the winch finally comes in. Nice. Oh, the winch is actually here. I got the winch creepers. got the synthetic rope there. Is it? Did you earn synthetic rope or you steel cable? Synthetic rope already. What? Mm -hmm. Oh. So that, that synthetic rope behind you will be for the TJ. I'm so excited. And this will go on the JK for the meantime. This uh, Factor 55, this is the Pro Link. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until I like get my stuff. flat link in. I love their stuff. Yeah. Closed loop system recovery is the way to go. Hands down. Yeah, so much safer. So much safer. <sighs> I also plan to get some uh, soft shackles before we go to Drummond just to be safe. Oh. I'm anticipating winching. Yeah, I through iceberg. Highly anticipate winching. Yeah, so <laughs> I might bring some waders and some oh, soft jackets. God, I know. I'm going to need waders, aren't I? Huh? This is a horrible idea to be passenger on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> Get on winch yourself. <laughs> it's best if the driver hooks his own winch just because. Is it safety reasons? <laughs> it's yeah, in, the, actually, it's we, in the manual. We talked to these guys in Moab, and like, I, I had liked their stuff. I liked the idea behind it. Um, and then we talked to, do you remember his name? Not off the top of my head, and I don't want to murder it. Um, he was in Moab, and he explained to us the benefits of the closed system. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. We came home, did some YouTube and some researching, and it just seems like a way better system. Way safer. Um, you know, and like you said, I can, it's way easier to deal with once you get it hooked up. And you got a soft shackle run through the uh, your, your pro link to your tree saver. Everything's mm -hmm. great. So it's kind of the next step for us. I think it's switching everything over that we have to the Factor 55 stuff. Absolutely. It's great that you can also find all the testing videos and yes. statistics and logistics for everything that Factor 55 does, too. And they're very public about that. That's the what's what makes me happy. It's not like a hidden, this is magic steel, unobtainium that we have here. This works. You know, they actually show you when it fails, and they show you how it fails. And um, if, it, if it fails, they fix it. They make a new one. They make a better one. Because when I first saw the soft shackles, the eye and not thing had me con concerned. Yeah, I me was, as well. No way that's going to work. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, and here's why. And they're super forthcoming about it. It wasn't like it was a secret. Mm -hmm. um, I loved it. So I saw the knot going through the eye. This is how, in my mind, how it worked. Yeah, I've used a soft shackle a couple times on the dunes. I made the mistake of buying a tan one. Yeah. Lost it on the dunes that day. Yeah. The first day I used it. But I tried to buy orange recovery gear or red, something I see. You know, I've learned this the second time a few weeks ago when I lost my recovery boards on the road. They were also tan, and there's no snow on the ground, and everything's brown. So I'm discovering why everything's orange. <laughs> they look good. They look cool, though. Tan. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. But orange is a lot easier to find. <laughs> Not get clothesline. <laughs> Or yeah, yeah, well, safety, safety yeah. orange, absolutely. Safety. Well, he's also not losing three hundred bucks with recovery boards orange, no, on the side of the road. I do like those recovery boards. I gotta get into those. Yeah, it's, it's a Toyota thing. You guys don't own it. <laughs> I get made fun of so much, especially by a, a local Jeeper, West Michigan Jeeper. West Michigan Jeeper. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's a Toyota thing. Uh, we gotta get him on the show. You do. He's fun. Should have brought him. <laughs> Drag me through. <laughs> we'll just do two shows and we can do a we do three shows. One solo of each guy and then tandem. <laughs> Let them just pick on each other. I'm calling by phone right now? Because Colin's like, you know why it's another <laughs> thing? Because Jeeps don't get stuck like that. <laughs> All back and forth. Yeah. We'll do a special episode for that. Yeah, for sure. So do you know the Toyota guy? Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Absolutely. So we were we on so late together. And he got stuck going up the third hill in the procession from Tesla. Oh, you're gonna throw him! You're gonna yeah. throw him under the bus like yeah. that right out the gate? Oh okay, all right. I'm gonna let you redeem it because otherwise he gets stuck he, he's gonna he send nasty So not grams. having a jeep save him. That by the time I was able to one way, so I had to drive around to get him. He already had his recovery boards off and was digging trenches with his recovery boards to get himself out, so I wouldn't have to save him. Yeah, I love it. When I, get, I got stuck, I get that. he had he had no point. He's not you're not using my boards. I got I'll pull you out. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, buddy. Which is why I said to go to the dunes with me because he bent his front hoop. Trying to, we were lazy and he threw the tow trap on his hoop for his bumper to pull me out. Uh, and he bent it. Yeah, It would fix your issue. It yeah. would fix my issue. <laughs> so we don't. <laughs> I got no front drive shaft. I'll get stuck, I guarantee you. <laughs> I uh, was wheeling with West Michigan Jeeper last year. We did a big, uh, I was the only Toyota, huge Jeep group. We were going through about four feet of snow. Colin and his winch, uh, his winch died on him. It oh. wouldn't work, 
So I had a winch in behind me. And so going through about half a mile for three hours, me winching with the taco, strapping Colin on the back. So now I have a great sticker on the front of my hood that says official Jeep Ricard. I saw Jeep. that. Oh. I saw it. It was low-key. I like <laughs> that, that. It's kind of stealthy. So but, I love oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, I like it. He's recovered me a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, I'm sure so. you guys go back and forth. And you guys go hard. We're going to be with them. I'm down. It's fun. You know I'm down. <laughs> when we can't keep up. They probably go through 100 miles an hour, but we'll get there eventually. I'm down. Until I hit a tree. I already have broken knees. <laughs> right. so I got to lose. Yeah, right. Oh man! Until I hit a tree, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not the tree so much. It's the sudden stop that gets you every time. Yeah, it it's wasn't not that fast. It was maybe four or five miles an hour, but just enough to just enough ice to just a tap. Not stop six thousand pounds. <laughs> I like to throw that. Out. <laughs> the momentum is what killed me every time. It gets you every time. <laughs> oh yes, gee, that's I'm glad you made it out here safe. I'd have felt bad if it happened. Were you towing a trailer at the time? No. Oh, God. you imagine that? No, I was that? very lucky. My, so we led, again, the group ride a few weeks ago up in northern Manistee. Mm-hmm. Drove the truck into a ditch. Was really lucky. I didn't have a trailer at the time. Um, and then, yeah, same thing. Drove the tr- truck into a tree. Trail went left. I went straight. Tree was there. Kissed okay. it. No trailer. Yeah. Thankfully. So, thankfully. So I think winter pre- wheeling hasn't been good to me this year. Oh, really. yeah. I, I know the feeling. A couple years ago, it wasn't good to me either. <laughs> <laughs> but for different reasons. That's what put the ton swap in Professor Von Tonswap. It, it is. It was, that's the, what elevated me to a professor of ton swap. Yeah. Ton swappery. Uh, <laughs> it, it's new word. I just claimed it. <laughs> I like it. So I, I think um, you're probably the perfect person to ask. The, the whole um, – because I've heard a lot of discussion with the whole trailer thing and off-roading and, you know, oh, you know, back up with the trailer. Like mm-hmm. how how is it? I mean, you, you're, you're the – the expert on this it's a learning through. experience yeah it's not a walk in the park um you definitely have to learn to thread a needle with a trailer especially if you're backing up in the woods um a great example is we went on another michigan overland trip and the trail the routes that um another gentleman planned out uh we backed up i want to say six or seven or eight times that day and a good half mile to a mile of just backing up doing that with a trailer would be very entertaining Hmm. Um, trailers, depending on the trailer you can get, you can get more of like a gear hauling trailer. That's going to be a lot narrower, a lot shorter in your wheelbase, more around like 10 feet long. That's what I would recommend if you're doing really technical trail stuff. Um, an articulating hitch will save you too. No ball hitches. Don't do a ball hitch. Do a The articulating axis. hitch is that much better than a ball? So much better. Well, you can't pop. You can't pop an articulating hitch. You're fully pinned through. Okay. So with a ball... Obviously, if you get two off camber, one oh, way or the other, about that. It just you'll pops pop off. the ball. Mm. So that's the thing we put standard on all of our trailers. I did not know that. Independent suspension. We use Timberland's independent suspension. doesn't give you a lot of deflection, uh, down travel, up and down travel. Yeah, but you're two mean, and a half inches, but it's a trailer. Yeah, right. No one's riding in it. No. Right. So Theoretically. We do that. Uh, independent suspension gives us a ton of ground clearance. We have about 20 inches on our camper trailer okay. that we have, which is pretty impressive for yeah, a trailer for sure and articulating hitch and that'll really save you on the trails but it takes a lot of experience to learn to right. trail ride it's wonderful though because you don't have to load your main rig your vehicle every single time you could have your trailer preloaded with all of your gear all your cooking gear all your sleeping gear so if you want to do a quick trail ride just throw on the trailer and right and you you're at the point where you can put a rooftop tent on top of the trailer too if you needed to right for extra that's what i was thinking about too i'm like man you know the wife could have like the comfortable bed and i'm like kids get up top right exactly like that actually would be the wife and the kids and you'd be up top i'd totally be up top because i snore out loud i'd be kicked out of the trailer but then she has the full kitchen in the back yeah it's true we have one of the largest kitchens i tried i saw the post they're like you're trying to sell that one i was like hey hon i'm just saying like this would be it's a nice kitchen Scott's getting an inductive stove in his. He's got a 65-liter fridge in what? the back. Solar, so he's running completely off solar, too. Do oh, yeah, as soon as he gets that, Scott, if you're Three different you're, going, you're getting on the list right here, buddy. You're going yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> Three different tables he can cook off of. He's got tons of storage with cabinets, 15 gallons of water. He's set up for a nice kitchen. So you just, do you give everyone like kind of options to choose from, or do you just kind of like ask them a bunch of questions, like, what do you want, or... Is it custom built, kind of catalog built? How do you how do you do yours? 
everything's custom. Okay. So everything's custom built to order. We'll work with you. So we have a base trailer. There's okay. a base design that we'll start off on. Um, for Scott in his kitchen, we've done some work in the cabinetry area to kind of fit some of his needs and his wants, kind of working with both him and his wife. Um, so we've expanded some cabinetry in his kitchen. Uh, we did a custom wrap on his as well. Um, the solar is not standard. The awning is not standard. Those are all add-ons just because everyone's a little bit different and yeah. you can get picky with what you really want, especially with like a rooftop tent. Yeah. There are dozens and dozens of manufacturers for rooftop tents. So we don't stick with one. It's what you decide. Oh, that's nice. Pretty I like the options of it. Yeah. We'll make recommendations based off experience. Obviously, I've tested gear that I stand by, and I've tested gear I don't stand by. Mm -hmm. So I'll make a personal recommendation based off of... Yeah, kind of like, I like this, but yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that you don't push for a particular... Because someone might be partial to one brand or another. Right. Especially with budget. Yeah. It's a huge, it's a huge factor, especially in rooftop tents. You can go from a $700 rooftop tent to a $2,500 $3,000 rooftop tent. <laughs> it can get pretty crazy. To just throw a four by eight sheet of plywood up there and my kids will be fine. <laughs> well, I think it's survive. important to know. Or I'll survive. We've talked about this sort of in our episodes, like the casual user might not know the difference. Right. But we have some plans for some winter trips coming up where that $2,000 quilted one that's a little bit warmer might be totally worth the money mm -hmm. as far right. as ruin the trip. Absolutely. You yeah. know, so there's some things to think about when you're doing that and having somebody who's burst in it and tried the equipment and can back it up by his Instagram stuff where he's actually out in the woods using his equipment. Every weekend. Every weekend. You know, it's, it's obvious. <laughs> so <to try>. jealous. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> it's more weekends than me. I can tell you that. Yeah. I'd love to do longer trips. Mostly it's weekends right now. Yeah. But, and we try to stick to the Michigan local area. Our goal for 2020 is to map out a good majority of the lower peninsula, going all the way over the east side. Um, going through the oh, wow. thumb, going through all of Manistee Forest. What mapping are you using that on? Gaia. Gaia. Okay. Yeah. That's good software. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys use it. Rambler as well out in the West. Yeah. I've seen game. that. Yeah. I think we're also. I've got both of them on my phone. We got both of them. Yeah. yeah. I think I do as well. Kind of do a blend of the two. Yeah. It's easier. I find it easier to find trails with Rambler, but it's easier to track and edit with Gaia. You can find public land, really nice private land too. There's a lot more mapping options with Gaia. Nice. You see, you're pretty happy with that software, man. You got the setup. Mm -hmm. I got it all. It's perfect. <laughs> two years. Two years. I figured it all out. I'm doing it for twenty. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Lost. Yeah. Still carrying the iron skillet in the back, clank along on the TGA. <laughs> I'm still cooking it though. So if you're if you're hungry, I, you're the cook, man. I don't. Come you know. I yeah. We break down. Start. I start working. You start cooking. We're set. It's <laughs> good. That's a good balance, though. You gotta have it. I mean. <laughs> Teamwork. If no one's fed and no one's happy, then, man, that's a tough fix. Where's my 10 millimeter? I'm flipping pancakes with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's when you're eating the pancakes. All of a sudden, you're like, almost break a tooth. What is this? That's my 10 millimeter. How Those did are you... tiny pancakes. How did that happen? <laughs> Those are crips. Make a lot more of them. <laughs> so after Michigan, are you going to start heading west, south? We don't know yet. We haven't really made a plan. Have I you made it out west yet? Wisconsin. I think that's a gorgeous we have, state. We have a lot of listeners in Wisconsin. We got to make a trip over to Wisconsin. Maybe they'll have to go with us. There's a lot out there. What if they convoy? Wisconsin Jeep Owners Group thing. We'll convoy. Huh. That'd be fun. We got to have some Michigan backing. Yeah, right. Got to go case go over there and turn into an issue. Right. <laughs> I have. I doubt that's going to be the problem. But it's a good thing about listening to sports ball. It might be a problem. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I don't know. Like they have a team over there or something, don't they? They have a big one. Yeah. <laughs> it's in. A, it's in one of the bays. Yeah. <laughs> the green. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. so. I think so. They're a big cheese state, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Huge something like state. that. Mm. Yeah. Go sports ball. So I guess you start committing more to like actually taking my route seriously. When you go to the UP for your sabbatical for like a week yeah, I'm and gonna, actually, I'm doing it again this year. I know you do it every year. And I'm like, just gonna drive and see where the trail goes. <laughs> Some of the best way to do it. Yeah. UP is huge too. You could just keep going. Yeah, it's way better. Or not? He does. He or gets not. lost. Calls me every now and then. In the meantime, <laughs> now I'm now I'm you got me more stressed out. Before I'm like, I don't know, what am I gonna do? No gym. Now I like to lose a co-host. <laughs> you gotta retrain somebody. <laughs> Can't sit here and ramble on my own. Everyone knows that. It's not gonna work out well. Jeremy's not gonna drive two hours to get here every time. I did tonight. <laughs> no, no he probably, he no probably might. He probably might. Yeah. That was yeah. rough. Keep bringing IPAs around. He might show up. <laughs> it's good bait. Hardcore. <laughs> That's all I gotta do is bait you over here with IPAs. This could be a good time. 
You got to tell them about, we're trying to plan maybe a, a show and shine this summer. Yeah, we're going to do something. At a local brewery. Ooh. I got, some, inspi- I got no. some inspiration from our friends out west, and we might make it a monthly deal. That'd be a blast. At a brewery. It's all well and good. To and I'm thinking. my Toyota guys from out west. <laughs> Dude, I hope it does. Yeah. <laughs> Just because we've said before, we're not Jeep, we're not Toyota, we're not anything specific. Mm-hmm. I love it all. I like cool stuff. From I, I like to take. I want to drive a Mini Cooper. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna drive a dual engine Mini Cooper on the dunes. <laughs> Crazy. It's a dream. <laughs> Let's do it. Project car. Go find some Mini Cooper. Call Shannon. Oh, I know. We got a friend in the in the towing industry, and he's really good at finding anything. Ah, yeah. I tell you, he came up with an Escalade LS the other day. Nice. He put for like five hundred bucks. That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> That's not even fair. It's like, well, the whole truck was wrecked. I just bought it. <laughs> just the engine alone. You know, towing industry. It's not fair, Shannon. If you're listening, love you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry about your videotape. Don't know what that means. Might be in bed. Oh, oh, we should explain that. I'm gonna have to get him on the show to explain that. It's, it's a story we'll have to tell you after I hit the stop button, but. <laughs> I think uh, I think we've hit more? the mark. I think I've hit them all. I just want to go look at his truck some more. We should, have pulled, we should have pulled it in. She's pretty. Why don't we do that? We didn't pre-think that. We probably could sit here and talk about all this. Are you work. Work. Well, I could turn on my light bars, too, while we talk. All the bottom designs. Like, while we talk, blind yeah. us. Is it, is, it, is it true West Michigan Jeeper runs drives down the road with all his lights on? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening, yes. But no. <laughs> uh, yeah, calling on next week for a bottle. He, he and I are big Baja fans. Those yeah. are the best lights. Yeah, you guys definitely got the assortment on the truck. Yeah, she's loaded. But she got what's eight in the bumper? Six. Okay. He's got like a thousand pounds. Yeah, three in each side, a light bar. There's a second thirty-inch light bar in the grill. And then there's two dish lights. I have two floodlights on each side and then chase lights in the rear. Okay. Yeah. I think it's called all lumens. All the lumens. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> That's going to be the next. We're going to get a sticker made. Don't steal that, anyone, on the internet world. <laughs> probably be printed right now, yes, bro. I know. We're already lost out Some on bot it. Some China heard us. Dang it. Our, our friends, uh, our, our other friends that do podcasts are probably printing them out right now. The three hours behind us. They'll be right in front of us. I know. <laughs> we're, cool. we're in trouble. So, All right. Well, I think uh, that's a wrap. Anything yeah. else? Anyone? I'm good. Last call? Thanks All right. Out. Appreciate it. This has been a blast. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everyone. And we're out.